Chapter 53 The man who guided me did not speak as we moved along narrow alleys and lanes. Never once did we set foot on the main street. But once, when we heard the watch approaching, he slipped into an alcove. Breathlessly, we waited until they passed. It was then I said, I need you to take me to the White Stag Tavern. I was told to bring you to the walls, he said. Show the place to me and I'll trouble you no more and I'll pay you, I said, holding out some pennies. He put out his hands, which in the moonlight showed me he had but three fingers. I dropped the coins. For a moment, he seemed to weigh the money. It's not far, he said and limped away. After passing through a warren of muddy lanes, we came to the head of a dark alley. There, the man said, pointing. No light came from any building. Where, I asked. That building. He gestured to the head of the alley in a narrow structure two stories high. I looked at it again, but when I turned back to thank the man, he'd already gone. All I could hear him was the foot scraping in the dark. I studied the house he had pointed out. It was the moon that allowed me to make out a sign hanging over the door, which bore an image of a white stag. Ghost light in the faint light. Not only did the building seem on the verge of collapse, it appeared completely deserted. I approached the building and rapped softly upon the stout door. There was no response. Reluctant to leave, I put my ear to the door and listened. I heard a sound within. Emboldened, I knocked again. The door creaked open. I saw no one, but a voice spoke. Who is it? I'm Bear's apprentice, I whispered. He's been taken. The door shut. I put my ear to the door again. I was sure I heard voices. Perhaps I thought they were discussing what to do. The door reopened a bit. What's your name? I was asked. Crispin. Come, someone said, even as the door swung open wide enough for me to slip within. I looked around. A small candle provided little light amidst the shadows. The room was not unlike the green man's, but smaller, with fewer tables and benches. I could make out five men. Their faces were indistinct, partly hidden with cowls, making it clear they did not wish to be recognized. Still, I had a vague sense that at least some of them were those who had gathered in the shoemaker's house earlier in the day. What brings you here? I was asked. I was sure it was John Ball who spoke. Bear has been taken, I said. By whom? The soldiers, the ones who came to your meeting. Do you know where he is? He was brought to the Furnival's palace. Are you sure? I saw him dragged in. God have mercy on his soul, someone else said. They'll torture him, said another. They'll make him give our names. He doesn't know them. He won't inform on you, I said. I'm sure he won't. He's too strong for that. He'd rather die. Braver and stronger men than bears succumb to pain, said one of the men. And he's grown weak, the man I thought was John Ball said. When we met a year ago, he was ready to join us in our brotherhood. Since then, he's altered his mind. I said, he says things are not ready. 
How would a juggler know about such matters? Someone asked. The man's a spy, John Ball said. It's his business to know. To hear the revelation was to know that it was true. The only part of my surprise was that I had not thought of it myself. Then John Ball said to me, why did you come here? I, I need to help here. You can't, said another. The palace is too well guarded. Besides, they'll have put him in the dungeons. Boy, said John Ball, Bear told me your Lord Furnival's bastard son. You were most likely the reason our meeting was discovered. Didn't Bear turn away from our brotherhood? How can we be certain to... Uh, certain of your loyalties. If you had any sense, you would be gone by now. It was I who warned you before, I said, and it was Bear who helped you escape. There was some uneasy shifting about by the men. He's lost his way, John Ball said angrily. We can't endanger ourselves any further. There were some low, if indistinct murmurs of assent. I said, can someone at least guide me to the square? What do you think you can do? I can't abandon Bear, I said. If it's true who you are, they probably took him as bait, said someone. For you, you're doing exactly what they want. I have to try. One of the men came forward. I'll bring you close.